Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, we've got a very special guest, 13-time NCAA All-American, four-time ACC champion, I believe eight-time Colorado high school state champion, uh, Kylie Alons. Kylie, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Did I did I totally just botch your last name? I was I meant to ask you this before we started. How how would you say your last name? Alons. So I think I think you said I think you said it right. I think I had a a, a hard A, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> um. All right. So so let's let's start with the current. Um. We put out a report last week, I believe. Yeah. Uh, August twenty uh, August twenty sixth. We put out a report. NC State had paused all athletics and cleared out their dorms. Um, I talked to you before this. <clears throat> that was the case, and you said the, the, the whole swim team got retested, and you guys were back in the water by the end of the week. Um, since you have – I know you said you got back to campus a couple weeks ago, um, so, so pretty recent that you have made your return to Raleigh. Um, how, how has training been going since getting back to North Carolina? Um, it's been good. Um, yeah, we've been able to train our pool opened and we've been able to train like one or two people laying, um, at opposite ends. So, um, luckily we have enough pool space to be able to do that. And yeah, we've been able, I've been really happy that we've been able to train this whole time. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's take it back a little bit. Um, you know, I guess since NCs got canceled in March, um, did you go home to Colorado pretty immediately after that? And have you been there pretty much since and until the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Um, right after NCs was canceled, pretty much I flew home and I was there until the beginning of August when I had to come back and move out of my house and into a different one. But, uh, yeah, I spent all that time in Colorado. Um, it was really good to be with my family. Um, and be back in Colorado for a few months, but I was really itching to get back, especially by the end of quarantine. Yeah, that, that makes sense. What, so what was, what was life in Colorado like for, you know, close to five months, I think? Yeah, well, it started off with, um, I guess kind of the lockdown, um, no pools were open. So just trying to figure out, uh, creative ways to stay in shape a lot of hiking, uh, a lot of pull-ups, a lot of push-ups. Um, later on in it, I was, start, I was able to start working out with friends and do dry land with them. And then um, pools started opening in June and I was able to swim with my club team, um, actually in a outdoor pool that was just built like two minutes away from my house. So I could bike there. Um, it was, it was, it was really nice because I'd never been able to train in an outdoor pool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That sounds great. And to be able to bike to practice no less, that is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really nice. What, uh, are you, are you a swimmer that can run? 
No, I actually tried it at the very beginning and my hip flexors, they just hurt so bad and I didn't enjoy it. So I was like, I, I need to find another way. I tried biking. It was a little bit better, but um, I guess for the aerobic, I kind of had to stick with hiking, um, which luckily there are a lot of great hikes. Um, I did the incline before it was closed and that was really hard because that was not, not long after I'd been back. Uh, so the altitude really got me on that. Um, but yeah, we were, I was able to do hikes throughout the whole summer and still continue doing them. Uh, after we started swimming, actually went on a couple like trips to do some bigger hikes. Um, and those were a lot of fun. Nice. What your, you, your house is in Fort Collins. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, what, what were the bigger hikes? I'm, I'm kind of interested now. Um, yeah, well, the, one of them was uh, me and a couple friends went um, to the sand dunes in southern Colorado. It's like maybe four-hour drive from my house, and all the camping all the camping spots were booked at that point um, because it was kind of a last-minute trip. Mm-hmm. And so we just got a backpacking permit, and um, the sand dunes is like it's kind of it's probably about a two by three mile square of just sand dunes actually it's probably even bigger than that but it's just uh straight sand dunes it like once you get into it it feels like you are literally in the sahara desert Mm -hmm. and so we had backpacks i used my dad's old backpacking backpack which was like the external frame ones which are metal and so it felt so retro (laughs) in the sand dunes with that but uh it was, it was a pretty short hike. It was just a couple hours into the sand dunes. And then we went into like a divot in the sand, sand dunes so that it would be sheltered. But yeah, watching the sunset uh, from the top of the sand dunes probably is, was super unforgettable. It was, yeah. it was so much fun. And then later on, um, me and a couple more friends were going to do this 14er. Um, actually two 14ers. And uh, if you don't know what a 14er is, it's basically uh, a mountain that's above 14,000 feet. And there's, I think there's over 50 of them in Colorado. I've done a couple before, but this one was, this one definitely took the cake as the hardest 14er I've ever done. It was, it was, we started at 4am. So we camped there, started at 4am and we didn't get back until almost two and we're just, you know, trekking along the whole time. And it was, it was, it was pretty intense because uh, after you did the first 14er, you'd have to go down in elevation to get to the second one. And then we did the second one, but then to get back to where we started, we have to go down that one and back up the first one again. Oh, wow. So it was just, <laughs> it was a lot of work, but um, it was, it was really fun. And we picked the perfect day. It was sunny on top. Usually it's freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was warm and sunny on top and it was, it was so pretty. What, what was, what were these two mountains called? Um, Shavano, Mount Shavano and Mount Tabagachi, Tabaguachi. I, I don't really know how to say it, but. Okay. <laughs> like gotcha. And so correct. If I think this is the case, um, to, you have to start pretty early, right? Because if you get to the top in the afternoon, there can be like crazy weather and storms and stuff. Is that right? 
Yeah, you're right. Um, actually, when we were leaving uh, Chavano, I think that was the first one that we climbed, we were leaving, uh, we saw a storm coming in. So we were kind of booking it down the mountain because uh, we could just see the storm coming and we knew we still had four miles to go by foot, just down steep terrain. Um, and it did start raining a little bit, but we were, as long as you're under tree line, by the time it starts raining, um, you feel, you feel a lot better. You feel a lot safer. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Uh, my, my mom is like huge into trail running and hiking and she's, you know, she talks about going to Colorado all the time. She's already been once during quarantine. I think she drove out there and she's talking about going again. Um, sounds, sounds like a lot of fun and sounds like a pretty good place to quarantine. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. And a little bit nice knowing that I had altitude training, even if it felt like I wasn't swimming as much as I used to. I was like, okay, at least I'm doing it at 5,000 feet. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that that brings up an interesting point. Do you now that you have spent a pretty significant amount of time in North Carolina, do you notice the altitude changes when you go back, or do you notice this time when you've gone back to North Carolina that change? Yeah. Well for about a week after you come from a high altitude, you feel pretty good. You can hold your breath a long time, but, um, over five months of training there, I realized that, um, you actually cannot train near nearly as intense at altitude, no matter how, um, how much you are acclimated. Um, it's, it's just a lot harder to train intense because I don't think your body ever gets used to, um, the low levels of oxygen. Mm -hmm. So, that was kind of interesting. I thought that I always thought that I could, you know, train the same as I would if I was at um, North Carolina, if I was just acclimated, but um, it, it just seemed hard, like almost the whole time, just because I'm so used to swimming at low altitude and being able to do like a lot more intense practices. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. Did you, when you first went to NC State, did you notice that you could, like as a freshman, did you notice you could train like, was there like a 10% or a 5% bump in the, the amount of intensity you were able to put into training? Yeah. Um, I think part of it was the environment. Um, yeah. just having like a new environment. Um, I, I was just having so much fun. The practices were different. There was a lot of racing, a lot of like fast swims at the end of a set, but yeah, I was going faster, like than I would go at a meet in, uh, Colorado. I was going those times in practice and um, I'm sure some of it had to do with the altitude and like the recovery aspect of um, when you're lower altitude, but a lot of it too is I was just so excited to be um, in college and swimming there too. Yeah, that I mean, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. It's a big transition, big change, but that's kind of cool that uh, you get that little altitude bump. But huh, interesting. Um, so let's let's talk about NC State. Uh, you mentioned. You love relays have been a big part of, of your excitement in swimming. Um, and when we just talked about, there was a lot of excitement when you first got to NC state. Um, how about even before that, what, what sold you on NC state when you were looking at colleges in high school? Yeah. Um, well to start, I guess I kind of narrowed down a big list of colleges just by um, looking at engineering programs. And then I wanted a school with a warm climate. But after that, um, I just, NC State really just caught my eye first um, because 
they were an up and coming program and I thought that that would be really exciting to be a part of. And they also had really good relays, just top notch relays. And I was like, oh, that would be so much fun, like um, to see if, to just even see those relays and be part of that team. Mm -hmm. um, so I think NC State was probably one of the first schools to reach out to me um, after a meet, maybe I think it was 2016 Junior Nationals. Uh, a long course meet, uh, they reached out to me right after that because that was when the recruiting period started. And uh, yeah, so they, I, I was really excited when they reached out to me. And then I took an unofficial a few months later and I just loved it. Um, like I was able to watch practice and I just saw like the environment, the coaches are super passionate. They love to have a good time during practice. They want you to have, be having a lot of fun. So I was like, okay, this is, this is a place that I could spend four years and I could, you know, enjoy swimming to its fullest, uh, and, you know, work hard, uh, hopefully swim fast, but really just enjoy swimming and enjoy the people that I'm going to be around. And it was, it was a pretty easy decision. I think all my friends knew that I was committing there like well before I did because it just, it just seemed like it would fit so well. Yeah. I, passionate is, is a great word in my mind to describe Braden Holloway. Yeah. A <laughs> lot, lot of passion. I, seeing, seeing him lead his underwater group is, uh, is passionate. Yeah. He's, he's just, kind of seems like a madman but you can tell he's so invested in what everyone is doing and it's it's pretty cool to be on deck for that yeah it's it's a lot of fun and he's super passionate super intense but he's also just a really big goofball like he'll just be like they're just dancing and just not a care in the world and just I just love I just love having that environment every day um just kind of you can be relaxed and low key and still be, in, you know, working really hard and, you know, hurting a lot <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He, I, I, yeah, I agreed. It's again, from my like two times I've been to NC state, it seems like he toes that line very well. It seems yeah. like he, he really creates an environment to where everyone else can, can, uh, can flourish in, in that way. Um, so you, you get to NC state and like you said, there's a lot of fast swims, uh, at the end of practices and a, a lot of new stimulation for you. What do you remember about those first few months? Um, particularly was there a set that really stood out to you or, or, uh, a practice, uh, you know, an after Saturday breakfast, I don't know. Was there something that stood out to you in those first few months or, um, what do you remember? Yeah. Oh gosh. There was a lot going on um yeah the, the practices were really fun um it was uh brandon kept the training pretty similar to what i was doing in high school i think he already knew that i really liked variety in my training so um he kind of put me in every single event sort of training like anything like 50 you know there's some 500 practices there's a lot of two back practices in there i am and I, I think I just remember just enjoying like the variety and swimming with different groups. And um, we didn't really know what events I was swimming at that point. So I kind of liked just kind of just figuring it out, seeing what um, just kind of taking every day, one day at a time and just enjoying it. 
Um, yeah, and just getting to know the team. The home meets were so much fun. Um, I just re remember my first home meet. Actually, I think it might have been in January. So that might be a little bit into my first year. But yeah. it was so intense. It was so much fun. Um, we always, like, try to create a really competitive, just, like, um, intense environment. Um, but it was just so much fun. Yeah. I, so you meant you mentioned variety and uh that that's that's a topic i'd certainly like to touch on because i what it accs so in in high school at the colorado state meet you were a champion in the 50 free 100 free and then on relays uh at accs your freshman year you placed in the 50 free the 100 fly the 200 fly and then at ncaa's you swam the 50 free 100 fly 200 back i mean you you know it seems like you have a lot of range uh have you always liked doing a lot of different events yeah i've definitely always liked doing that and i guess going back to club uh we were an im team so we trained a majority im in stroke um and also a little bit of freestyle too in there so I, I remember my senior meet, uh, my last short course meet of uh, high school, mm -hmm. I decided to do six events and then I wanted my sprints, my 1500 free. I was just like, okay, I'll just do this on a relay. Um, just, just to see how many events I could do. Um, Cause I just, I really do enjoy pretty much every event out there. Like I think the 200 fly is probably one of my favorite events, even though I'm not, I'm not really a 200 flyer, but <laughs> I, I really do enjoy it. But yeah, so yeah, I've always just liked training all events. I like being, I like having backup events just in case like the team needs me in a different race. Like I can just train that a little bit more and do it. Uh, I really like that as aspect of swimming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we at Swim Swam believe that the 200 fly is by far the best event. Uh, what, you know, you being someone who can swim a very elite 50, can you know can swim a lot of elite sprint events what, what makes you say you like the tuner fly so much um it's just it's just like you just get into a rhythm and i i really i honestly just like it for the first 100 i feel like i just like feeling smooth and i can go really fast but then the the last 100 i'm just trying to keep my head above water and finish the race but um you know, people who actually are really good at splitting it, it's such a cool race to watch because they just get into a rhythm and they just hold it and you know that they're in a ton of pain, but you can't really tell. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a tuner fly where you thought you were, you knew you were in a ton of pain, but you were like, no, they can't tell. <laughs> um, I think everybody's always been able to tell about my last 25, <laughs> but there was a tuner fly at a, try meet we had with Arizona and Texas freshman year mm. and I was put in the 200 fly because I had a couple of good ones in um, a couple other dual meets that year and Brayden had me suit up so I was a little bit nervous but I think that was probably my least painless one and that was I think my first NCAA cut was at that meet um, when I suited up for that 200 fly so it was it was fun <laughs> nice that's that that has to be a pretty good tuner fly if if you made in C's. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's take it back to uh, your high school days. Um, so at, 
at Fort Collins, you guys, again, a lot of, pr- lot of pretty solid relays. I think you guys broke an, a nag or five. I don't know how many, but at least a few um, in high school. What, what was swimming for that high school team like for you? It was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't actually get to that team until my junior year of high school. So the summer before my junior high school, my family moved from Colorado Springs to Fort Collins uh, because all of my family's up there. Um, My grandma was getting older. We wanted to be closer to her. We spent, we spent so much time up there anyway, so it wasn't really that hard of a decision. Uh, But it was a big transition coming from Colorado Springs because I didn't swim a ton down there and Fort Collins and then I came to Fort Collins and it was a lot more practices, a lot more dry land. But I just, I, one of my, some of my favorite relay memories are from club because we were lucky to have uh, a ton of us that were just able to put together these really good relays. And um, I, at 2016 junior nationals, uh, we had a, 400 medley relay and I remember in the locker room before Zoe um, um, Bailey and Colleen were the other uh, three girls on that relay and we were talking we're like okay I think we can go I think we can go break this national age group record and I was so nervous like I was so nervous I couldn't even do a step over start I I just like had my feet both feet on the edge of the block and I just kind of fell in (laughs) I didn't trust myself enough to run off the block (laughs) I was so nervous, but we uh, broke the record and it was looking over and seeing our teammates just screaming their heads off and they were so excited for us and we were so excited because we did what we we thought we could. It was um, a really good experience and I was lucky to have a lot more of those experiences uh, throughout my high school years Yeah, and able to transition it into college as well. Did you swim... What, what, I, I'm not even going to guess. What leg did you swim? I know it wasn't breaststroke. <laughs> I was, I was freestyle. Yeah. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> um, nice. And so, <laughs> so you just fell into a national age group record. Yeah. An anchor. That's pretty awesome. Um, I mean, it's that, so that's super interesting. I just talked to <clears throat> Amy Bilquist last week who you know, swam for a ver- another very prominent high school team, Carmel Swim Club in, in Carmel, Indiana. She didn't move there until her junior year as well. Um, and then she went on to swim for Cal and had a lot of success there now as a pro swimmer. But that's super interesting. You said that you weren't practicing a whole lot in Colorado Springs. What, 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 what was your swimming schedule like uh, before you came to Fort Collins? Yeah. Um, well, I guess... I've been, I've swam my whole life, um, pretty much since I was eight, I was on teams, but I took a year off when I was 13 and I, I just wasn't really into the sport. I didn't really enjoy it that much, but, um, I decided to come back when I was 14 and I joined a club team in a gym in lifetime fitness. And I think we swam probably four days a week, hour and a half. Um, but (laughs) yeah, I, I really, I really had no concept of like what people my age were training at that point, but I, that was when I really started enjoying swimming. I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue this. Like I really do enjoy this, even though I was very much unaware of as to how much work (laughs) you like you have to put in to be really good. But 
then I kind of joined a lot of different team. I joined a different team about a year later and stayed there until we moved. And that was a little bit more. That was like six days a week, an hour and a half. But there wasn't a ton of cool space. Sometimes we'd be swimming 8 to 9 p.m. at night. Uh, didn't really have a ton of dry land or anything. So I, I was actually very grateful when we decided to move to Fort Collins because uh, Fort Collins Air Swim Team had their own pool. They were able to train a lot. It was a great program. Uh, Coach Chris, um, I was actually able to swim with him again over the summer. So that was, um, you love him as a coach. So it, it was really great. But yeah, before I came to Fort Collins Air Swim Team, I wasn't really swimming as that much. <laughs> yeah. Did, I mean, was that, was that a hard adjustment for you to make? I mean, I know you said you were excited about it, but you know, from going to six days a week, hour and a half to I'm guessing a little more intense and regimented of a schedule. Yeah, it was, it was hard. I was really sore for a couple weeks, but looking back, I actually adjusted better than I thought. And I think, I think, some people were like, oh, we kept waiting for you. You were, you were like tired, but we kept waiting for you to really, really get hit and you, you, you were fine. So it actually wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but we did, we did some gnarly sets. We did a lot of long course fly. We did a lot of long course, which I wasn't accustomed to in the first place. So yeah, it was, it was definitely an adjustment, but, um, every, everybody there, um, you know, works so hard and, you know, everybody has bad days, good days. So luckily just kind of fit in with that and was able to uh, get be- a little bit better each day, I guess. Had you swam long course before that? Yeah, but only, okay. only in the summers and it, w- gotcha. it was whenever we could get pool space at either the Olympic training center or U S air force Academy, <laughs> which gotcha. wasn't super often. <laughs> That that makes sense. Uh, so, do you remember? Was there a gnarly set that stood out to you uh, when you were in your days at Fast? There, there was, there's, there was one every every week. But I think one that was just like I looked at it and I was like, oh gosh, why did I come to practice today? I was, it was a thirty fifties fly long course on a minute, and it was at. At that, at that time, our pool was getting renovated, so we were swimming at a pool in Greeley, which is outdoors. It was really hot. It was like three feet deep on one end, and I, I, I still don't know how I got through that without crying. <laughs> it was so long, so much fly. That's a lot. <laughs> did, it, did everyone do the 30-50s fly? Yeah, the, the, whole, the whole group did. Wow. Yeah, that's intense. Um. And I guess emotionally, socially, what was that adjustment like of like, you know, moving to a whole different town, even though you were kind of familiar with that area um, as a junior in high school? Yeah, it was an adjustment. I mean, it's always hard changing, especially that late in the middle of middle of high school um, and moving where you can't really, I can't really go down to the Springs and see my friends that often. Mm -hmm. But luckily I was able to create or get friends on the swim team. They were very welcoming. And to this day, you know, I still, they're, you know, some of my closest friends are from those days at, at yeah. fast. 
were were they were you able to train with them this past summer when you were home and the pool finally did reopen yeah yeah it was really nice because that whole relay squad was there um for the college swimmers so that was uh really great to be able to submit them and then the rest of the team i guess i guess maybe my senior year uh, a good amount of the team was still is still in high school so i was able to train with them too. And so it was, it was just like old times. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Do I mean, do you notice a difference between, especially that relay crew that you mentioned? Um, do you notice a difference now that, you know, you've got two years of college, a lot of them have one or two years of college under their belt as well. I mean, are you guys like pushing it a little more in practice or taking it a little more easy in high school? I don't know. Do you notice a difference there or is it just kind of like it wasn't in, in when you guys were all in the same club? Honestly, it's pretty similar. They, um, well, everybody on that team was a very hard worker in in high school. Like I, I really can honestly say that, yeah, they were just one of the hardest working groups of people ever. So it's probably pretty much about the same. Um, obviously everybody was in a different place after two and a half months off, but, and so we spent most of the summer just getting back into shape and it's not like we were doing sets like we were in high school. So I'm sure that probably would have been hurting a lot more than it was in high school because I'm, because we're all older now, but, uh, yeah, it was, I think that the atmosphere was pretty similar. No 30 fifties fly this summer. (laughs) Oh gosh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, and just, just for context of our listeners, that so that relay, you've got you who are now a junior at NC State, uh, Zoe Bartel, now a junior at Stanford, uh, Colleen Gilliland, is she your age or a year younger? She's a year younger. So now a sophomore at Notre Dame, is that right? Mm-hmm. And Bailey Stewart. I don't know where she goes to school. She also goes to Notre Dame. Okay. And is she yeah. sophomore or junior? Yeah, she's my class, so. Okay. So Bailey Stewart now a junior at Notre Dame. That's embarrassing because we we all know Bailey Stewart because Mel Stewart, one of the co-founders of Swim Swam, his daughter's name is Bailey. So she is also <laughs> Bailey Stewart. So every time I see her in the results, I'm like, Me- oh, no, different, different girl. <laughs> um. So, so they're all off at, at major division one programs, having a lot of success in and out of the pool. Um, so it's, it's, it's very cool to hear that you guys were all able to train, train like you did in a, in a club setting. That's, that's, that seems like a really cool experience to have. Yeah, it, it was, it was awesome. Um, it was hard to go back and, you know, stay there for the summer, but you know, I, I couldn't have, I couldn't ask for better teammates to train with. And, you know, they're all super hard workers. We all have really high aspirations. So it was, it was, it was a really good situation to be in. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's jump forward a little bit. Uh, this past season, you know, obviously NCAAs were canceled, which was a huge bummer, but, um, after having some time to reflect, um, how did you feel like this season was different from your freshman season? What, what went well for you? What maybe could have gone better? Yeah, well, this uh, year I think was probably the best year of training I've ever had. The most I've enjoyed swimming. Uh, yeah, it was, 
honestly, I don't know how much better it could have gone. Like I was training really well. I was, I had really good ACCs and we didn't rest that much. So I was like, okay, you know, probably have a little bit left in the tank for NCs, but yeah, I just really enjoyed the training this year. It was pretty similar to my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, with maybe a little bit more emphasis, emphasis on 100 fly, 100 free, 50 free, which I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was, yeah, I've, it was, it was really fun. Nice. Uh, yeah, so you were an ACC champion in the 50 freestyle this year, um, as well as in the 400 medley relay. Again, I'll ask, what, what leg did you swim on that ACC champion? for medley relay i was i was butterfly this time (laughs) okay nice uh so a little more sprint emphasis emphasis um and and you said you had liked that were you still kind of did you still have that variety in your training of kind of bouncing all over the place um what what did that look like for you this season yeah uh up until probably a month before accs I think we were planning on 200 back being my fir- my third event. So I trained that pretty much the whole year. Um, I trained a lot of 200 back, um, but a lot still, still the, did I am still did the kind of the 500 free, I guess, base training. And then um, a lot, a lot of sprint freestyle as well. And then fly. So I guess, so I guess like almost everything that I did my freshman year, but um, the second semester is when I really started. We decided to do a little bit more sprint stuff, and I did a lot more sprint fly instead of doing 200 back practices and, and doing 200 free practices instead of 200 iron practices um, to kind of gear up for the end of the season. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, so NC State is, is known for, for their sprinting prowess, um, for their relays, like you said. One group of theirs that I don't think gets as, as much of a shout out as they maybe should is their, is their, is their mid group, especially for IM and strokes. Uh, you know, when, when, on the days when you're in those groups, uh, training with the two IMs, four IMs, 200 backstrokers, uh, what's that like? It's really fun. Um, I can honestly say that 200 backstroke day is probably one of my favorite practices of the week. Uh, we have so many 200 strokers and, you know, there's people from black group that do it, people from white group that do it. And so we're all together and, uh, yeah, it's just like really intense. Um, this year, it was my freshman year is me and Emma Muzzy, mm-hmm. um, really went at it on, on, the, on those sets and we just would go so hard and, uh, it was it was a blast. And then this year, uh, we had a lot, a lot of tuner back sugars this year and probably eight, eight, between eight to 10 of us girls would be going at it. Um, you know, four, four across two heats of that mm-hmm. and just, you know, trying to hype each other up for the next 50 repeat. And, uh, it was, that's probably one of my favorite practices. And then 200 IM is, of a Dino. So a little bit harder, a um, little bit harder for us mid groupers to adjust to uh, the intensity of those practices. But um, again, it's just so much fun because uh, you see new people, you see people from white group and um, 
every, everybody, it's challenging for everybody, you know, they're very hard sets, but um, it's, I, I love training under Dino and Pauline also runs that practice too. So um, having those two running that practice is, is pretty fun. <laughs> Paulina is just like so nice. She's, she's great. I've loved my interactions with her. We, we talk like coffee any, anytime or food anytime <laughs> we're at like a different place. And Mark Bernardino, you know, you hear all these like legends about how he does all these like hardcore sets. So you expect him to be like a pretty intense guy. And then like <laughs> you actually meet him. He's like, oh, hey, how are you? Like super soft spoken, very welcoming. And you're like, oh. And then you see him coach and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yes. okay, now I see it. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. They're amazing. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> they seem, they, yeah. The, the NC State staff, I'm a big fan of. Um, it sounds like it'd be, it'd be cool to be in those groups. Um, so to wrap, wrap up this conversation, moving forward, um, what, do you, what are you kind of expecting in the next couple months? Do you have any short-term goals or things you're kind of working towards just, you know, this fall? Yeah. Um, well, I guess with all the uncertainty, I'm just trying to say, take it day by day. and just enjoy whatever we can get that day and just whatever practice I'm doing that day, just take, take advantage of it, you know, have fun, um, stay positive. Um, no one knows what's happening. So we're all in the same boat. So might as well just be positive, just move forward the best you can and have fun. Yeah. Well, Kylie, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. I, I really appreciate it and appreciate getting to hear some of your old war stories from, uh, <laughs> from, from all the, amazing relays you've been on. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.